I too have a good head of hair, uh, but compared to Jimmy Umloff, just about anyone has a good head of hair. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> hey guys, before we get back to um, uh, Galatians 2, which we, we certainly will, uh, I meant to say this the last time we were together, it was my first week back from India. Um, uh, but then we got snowed out, and, uh, and I forgot to say it then, and so it would have been a whole lot more uh, fitting then, uh, but I, I, I still need to say it now. I kind of am enlisting your help um, just to make sure that, that um, no, um, no false information is, uh, is disseminated. <clears throat> uh, guys, I am moving towards retirement. Now, um, when? Um, I don't have the slightest idea. Who, who knows when I will retire? I know that it's, it, it, it has to happen eventually, um, and hopefully before all of you start gathering in the halls out there in little groups of four and asking, when is that old fool going to get out of the way? Um, I, I hope to do it before then. But I, um, I have no specific plans uh, God, in his great kindness, has granted me health, and um, if I have a heart attack tomorrow, things will change. But right now, um, you know, um, now, I, I wanted you to hear, hear that, but that, that's not really my point. Um, though there is no time frame, uh, the, the elders, of course, have uh, seen that um, he, he certainly isn't getting any younger. Um, so they have granted me... Um, a privilege, I consider it a privilege, a privilege of being or taking um, being away more than I have been in the past um, for missions purposes. Um, I, I wanted you to know the details of their grant, I'll call it, to me, uh, so that no one gets false impressions. Um, um, uh, I, I, don't, I don't want anyone drawing erroneous conclusions uh, about anything because um, uh, of this grant that has been given me by the elders. Guys, I have, uh, I have four weeks of vacation. Um, the elders have given me another four weeks for missions opportunities. Um, um, but here's another feature about this grant that they have given me. It is, it is simply this, that they are allowing me to bank or to roll over weeks that I don't use in a certain calendar year. I can roll those over to the next year um, so what I don't use this year, I could use next year uh, with a maximum in a year of being 12 weeks away. So there may be a year that I am away for 12 weeks, and it would, it would represent nothing. It would have nothing to do with uh, any retirement plans. It has nothing to do with that. Um, um, I, 
I have, um, all it would represent is me taking advantage of an opportunity that I have been given by the eldership. The, the reason I bring this up is because, as you know, Susie and I have already been gone two weeks. We were gone um, one week, I was gone one week in India, and then another week a vacation. But in the middle of April, I'm going to be gone two more weeks. Um, I am teaching in a Bible college in Belgrade, Serbia. Um, I am preaching in a church in Geneva, Switzerland, a place that Ronnie Stevens has some interest in um, when he leaves um, Budapest. Um, so I didn't want anybody to come to any conclusions about, oh, what's up? something's going on here. He's being gone. Guys, uh, when I get back from Serbia, it will be, I will have a total of four weeks that I have been gone this year. And I still have another four. Um, there was a, a inquiry made, um, for our services um, in Shanghai, China. <laughs> I don't think that's going to come to anything uh, because um, I can't imagine uh, traveling to Shanghai, China. Um, it's excruciating to travel for me. But I'm, I'm just saying um, uh, it, was, it would be for four weeks. And, and I could go for, it was a four-week little gig, and I could go for four weeks to Shanghai, China, and never violate the privileges that have been given to me by the elders. Do you, do you hear that? I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't mean anything about, well, I, can, I think he's moving towards retirement. No, it doesn't. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that they've, I have four weeks of vacation. If I want to use my four weeks of vacation in Shanghai, I can do that. And that's, that, so I just wanted to, um, I didn't want I get home, I'm home for six weeks, and then I'm gone again for two weeks. I didn't, I didn't want you to draw any false conclusions. There's nothing going on. Nothing. Nothing's going on except uh, these opportunities have arisen. Actually, the India thing you know, was every other year, and I'm pretty sure that that India gig is over. Um, my hopes is that it is, that it is over, but you, know, you never know... Um, but this, this Serbia thing, I'm going to teach the book of Jeremiah. Uh, I'm going to be speaking for 30 sessions in a week um, on the book of Jeremiah. And I just love to do that. Guys, my days of going to Disney World are over. You know, I, I, don't, I don't care to do those things. Now, I know that they're not wrong and you've got young families and you might want to go to Disney World and that's fine. But I mean, Susie and I, we, we enjoy having some kind of meaningful missions engagement um the the place in geneva is a is a group of 200 philippine houseworkers <laughs> that we're going to get to speak to um twice maybe three times um in about three days so that um that's still being pounded out so i i hope you got that, that i you know don't i mean yeah i'm moving towards retirement i got to you know uh, y'all are gonna get pretty fed up. I mean, you know, the, the older people are saying, oh, don't retire. But the younger people are saying, when is he getting, when is he leaving? You know? So I, I, I didn't want you to misinterpret 
our being away, we leave on April the 13th. I'll miss two Sundays again. Uh, and that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be preaching in Geneva. I'm going to be teaching in, in, in um, uh, Belgrade, Serbia, which is all new territory for us. But it's um, that Shanghai thing would certainly be. But I, again, the, the Shanghai thing, it, 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 it came up when we were in Rome. Uh, I showed it to Susie, and she kind of looked at me and said, I'm not going to Shanghai. <laughs> and so that was kind of the end of it. But uh, no, it, it's still in the, but it's, nothing is really coming of it. So, but if I did it, it wouldn't, it, do you get what I'm saying? I hope you understand and, uh, at least what I'm saying and my motive for having said it. I, I don't um, want anyone to come to wrong conclusions. Okay, enough of that. Let's get back to Galatians chapter 3. And um, uh, I want to read you... Um, we, the last time we were together, two weeks ago, because we missed one week because of the snow, we looked at verse 1, and, um, and I kind of just harped on the whole idea of a pastor who was upset with his congregation. Um, um, but I'm going to read verse 1, and we're going to read through verse 4, and that's where we'll stop tonight. But let me read you verse 1. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Guys, do you, do you hear the tone of this? This is the Apostle Paul, a pastor, the quintessential pastor, and he is upset with the Galatians. He asks them a series of five rhetorical questions. Um, did you receive the Spirit by the work of the law? You know, I, I mean, I can just hear him. He, he's not... Oh, boys and girls, did you receive the Spirit? He's peeved. He's, he's frustrated with a group of people who he taught the gospel and they have uh, kind of, um, they've kind of ventured away from it. Um, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? Well, did you? Let me, get, let me tell you a story, an example of a group of people who received the Spirit. Okay, it's the story of Cornelius. Do you remember that story? Um, it's, it starts in Acts chapter nine. Uh, uh, Peter is up on a rooftop, um, and this, he gets this vision, you know, of the sheet letting down, you know, and all this food, and and uh, uh, God says, arise and eat, and he says, no, I'm not going to do that, and I would never do that, and he says, you better, you know, no, don't don't you call unclean what I call clean, and about that time, somebody knocks on the door, and it's these people that Cornelius, this Gentile centurion, has sent over there to get Peter. And so the Gentiles come in, and guys, that's a huge, huge uh, juncture uh, of redemptive history because a Gentile was invited into a Jew's home. Huge, huge. But not only did they spend the night at Peter's house, the next day, Peter goes with them. This is all in Acts chapter 10. You can look at it if you like. Um... Peter goes with them over to Cornelius' house, and they walk in, and there's this group of people that are waiting, just 
waiting for Peter to show up and preach to them. And so Peter starts preaching to this group of Gentiles in Cornelius' house. And, and, and while preach, uh, Peter, oh, let me just read, this is verse 44 of Acts chapter 10. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. <laughs> now, did you receive the Spirit by the law? See, that's what's going on in Galatia. They're thinking, well, you know, if we're ever going to get right with God, we got to, you know, we got to, you know, get circumcised. You know, we got we to obey the Mosaic tradition, you know. <laughs> and, and Peter says, what? I mean, Paul says, what are you talking about? Did you receive the Spirit? Did you start this Christian experience of years by performing for it? Well, Cornelius certainly didn't. They're sitting they're sitting in a room, Peter's preaching, and the Holy Spirit falls. And, and, and look at verse 2 uh, verse two of Galatians 3. Uh, did you receive the Spirit, by the words, or by the hearing of faith? You see, there's Cornelius and his, and his, and his friends. They're just all sitting on the floor. Here's Peter up there preaching, and, and the, the Spirit of God falls upon them. What are they doing? Are they sitting down there obeying the Ten Commandments? Are they sitting down there, everybody getting circumcised? No, they're sitting down there listening. What is the hearing of faith? Well, it's exactly what you see in Acts chapter 10. A group of people sitting on the floor. Peter's up there preaching the gospel. And the Holy Spirit shows up and brings them to life. And as a result of the Spirit's work, they hear this message and faith comes out of that i mean that's what he's asking them how did you guys start this thing called the christian life did you perform for it did you do it by obedience to the law or was it the hearing of faith well you know guys the i mean it's a rhetorical question the answer is pretty clear well we we didn't do it by the works of the law (laughs) Well, I guess we received by the hearing of faith. He keeps on. Are you so foolish? This is a pastor who's ticked with his people. Having begun in the Spirit, now he's asking them about their their sanctification. Um, Having begun in the Spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? I mean, this whole thing started when the Holy Spirit of God... Um, sovereignly granted you a new set of eyes to see things and a new heart to understand. It, it started as a gift, and now you think you're going to improve upon it by all of your hard work. Ladies and gentlemen, um, people from time to time come to see me they're foolish for doing so, but they do. And they normally come to see me when they, have, when they have problems. They don't come to talk to me about the glorious lives that are unfolding at their homes. They normally come to talk to me about an issue here or there, you know? And so they tell me these god-awful stories, and I, and I you know, listen and... Okay, you know, that's not good. 
That's really not good. And then I'm telling you, I bet you half the time. I wonder if you've said this. I bet you half the time. You know, there's this silent, you know, he's on the, or she's on the other side of the desk and I'm over here and we're just, hmm, that isn't good. Half the time, they will say something like this. Well, I guess I'm just going to have to try harder. (laughs) You're going to try harder? (laughs) Really? That's what Paul is making fun of here. I mean, you began in the spirit. And now do you think you're going to be perfected by the works of the law? Oh, yeah, well, I, you know, I know that uh, you know, to come into this thing, it's a gift. Yeah, I got that. But now that I'm in it, you know, I really got to work. I got to try harder. You know, I got to grit my teeth. I got to clench my fist, and I got I to try harder. And they say that, I mean, half the time. I mean, have you ever said that? Well, you know, things are not going better. I better I'm going to have to try harder. And I say, oh, no, don't do that. No, 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 because you've already dug one hole. You're just going to dig it deeper by all of your works of the law. Ladies and gentlemen, from front to back, top to bottom, beginning to end, the whole thing is a gift. It's a gift. I remember... You know, I was 22 years old, Susie was 21, and we'd just been married three months, and Jim Kennedy walked into our apartment, and, and I remember going to bed that night and saying, gift? I never heard of that word gift before. I mean, I, 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 did, I thought you got it by performing the works of the law, you know? It, but guys, people who understand that they began uh, with a gift are now thinking, oh, okay, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make progress and perfect everything by just trying harder. I'm going to really buckle down and I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone and I'm going I'm to study my Bible more. Well, I hope you study your Bible a lot. But ladies and gentlemen, apart from grace, You ain't going anywhere. It's just more performance, more um, fatigue, more disillusionment. Well, you know, I thought if I read my Bible more and I prayed harder and I went to church, I I thought everything was supposed to, you know, work out better. That just leads to utter disillusionment. from, From the top to the bottom, from the beginning to the end. It's all grace, ladies and gentlemen. I want to do something that I've never done before. Because I think there, the text, when I, when, I, when I looked at those three verses, the, the text that jumped into my mind, now I'm not sure it'll jump into yours, but I hope it will. Um, the text that jumped into my mind is one that's very familiar to you. And, and what I wanted to do is use it in such a way that it would become so familiar to you that perhaps you wouldn't make this Galatians mistake. Look at it again. I mean, it just he says it in verse, Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, 
you know, that's regeneration. That's when the Holy Spirit gave you a new heart. He began by reborning you. Are you now being made perfect by the flesh? I mean, did you receive the Spirit by the flesh? Or was it the hearing of faith? And and now, are you going to be made perfect by the flesh? Or is that going to be done by grace? The text that came to my mind is a text that's familiar to to you all. And and guys, I am not... Well, let me just show you this. Uh, You told me just to hit that button. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I love these smart boards. We, went, we, we had practice this afternoon. about. He told me, just, just hit that button right there, and it'd come. Oh, oh, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's it. I, why don't you just let me do that? Brent Wilkins. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I think. You got to rotate the. Oh, yeah. Okay. See? Brent is so excited about this board. And I am not. And I'm getting less excited all the time. <laughs> Let's talk about my retirement. <laughs> Your old job security's at stake here. <laughs> All right, guys. I can't. can't be, um, hold the red dots. Got to hold it. Come up here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's getting bigger all the time. <clears throat> Jonathan, if you do this. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's the technology. It's not me. Okay. <laughs> this is such a memorable evening, isn't it? <laughs> I mean. Can you do it with that? I can, I guess. All right, guys, uh, uh, this, this thing as we worked on it today was Ephesians 2, 8, 9 in the Greek. And it was spread all over this screen where you could really see it decently. But there it is up there on that screen if you, if you can halfway see it. Uh, pardon? It looks like Greek to you. Well, good, Dennis. <laughs> that was funny. Um, all right, guys, there, there's a couple of things about the Greek that I think that should make this whole idea of gift even more clear. At least that's why I did this. (laughs) Who knew that this was going to happen? But guys, let me just kind of slowly walk through these words, okay? But then there's a couple of them that are pretty pretty important that we want to look at. Um, This this whole thing, oh, now it's, um, don't do anything crazy. Can I write now? Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, guys. I'm just going to point to them, okay? And not touch this 
devil. Um, all right, guys, there, there's a couple of things in this, in this Greek construction here that I think you can see that, are, um, that, are, that, that stand out. And they're, they're, it's this phrase right here, ukexumon. Well, that got bigger. And then here's the same construction down here, ukexergon. Do you see that they're, they're the same thing, except this word on the ends is different. Um, th- these are particles of negation. Um, for by grace you've been saved through yourself. And that not of yourselves. That's what this is. Not of yourselves. But Paul, Paul being the, I mean, he's a, in typical Pauline fashion, he excludes every possibility of misunderstanding. He says, this is, this thing, we're going to talk about it in a minute, is not of yourselves. And then he says, that ain't, that ain't enough to say it. It is not of works. It's this, not of this, not of that. You can't think of those. You can't think of this. Don't think of yourself. Don't think of any works. But the text begins by saying grace. For by grace. That's the word for grace right there. Karati. The, the root word is karas or karis. This is an important word. This is the verb. Actually, it's a participle, but it's a verbal form. That's a, a participle is a verbal form. Um, oh gosh, no. Um, I was gonna, but it's in the passive. We've talked about this before. For by grace, you have been saved. Okay? Through faith. And that, not of yourselves. All right, now guys, stay with me. It sure would be nice if you could see it. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that. What is that? Um, not of yourselves. Uh, it is the gift of God. By the way, in the Greek, the it is is not in there. All you have is God gift. That's all you got. In fact, if you look in your translations, you'll see that the it is is in italics. It's not in the Greek. For by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, gift of God. Now, guys, um, what is a gift of God? I see that I already heard it. Uh, well, the faith. No. No, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and that not of yourselves. What is not of myself? All of it. The 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 grace is not of my, myself. The um, uh, the faith is not of myself. It's all gift. This whole thing, it's just, this whole thing, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that, what that? Well, the grace that has saved me 
by faith. That. It's a gift. All of it. And then, again, as I said, to make sure that his audience doesn't misunderstand him, he comes down here and says, it's not by of yourselves, but it's not by any of your works so that there be no boasting among you. Guys, we like to, we like to sing about grace, but I don't think you've gotten it. The, 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 um, the Galatians hadn't gotten it. They heard the gospel so clearly portrayed before their very eyes. And then Paul comes back and says, what the devil are you think you're doing? If you began this way, are you thinking you're going to perfect it now by some kind of fleshly work? No, 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 no. For by grace you have been saved and that is not of yourself. It's a gift. What's a gift? What is the, what is not of myself? Well, this whole thing here. Well, what's a gift? Well, this whole thing here. The whole thing. All of it, ladies and gentlemen. All of it. You have, you have the instrumental cause, yes, is faith. But that faith is the result of sovereign grace. I have faith because God has exercised grace. That grace and that faith, it's all a gift. All of it. Gang, we began this thing, or this thing began in us by a sovereign gift of grace. And it continues in us. By sovereign gifts of grace. I don't, I don't, um, I, I don't come to the conclusion that my, my future sanctification is the result of my trying harder. My future sanctification, ladies and gentlemen, is another gift. There, there is certainly um, characteristics of people who are growing. They certainly want to grow. They certainly love holiness. But they, 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 are, they are aware and reliant that any progress is going to be made, it's going to be by God's granting of more grace. Gang, I, I've used this illustration before, and I, I'm sorry to bore you with it, but I'm telling you, I don't think I'm the only person in this room who wants to be more humble. I, there's probably several of us that would like to be more humble. All right, here's my pastoral counsel to you. You just need to try harder. How's that, how's that working for you? Where's that taking you? I mean, uh, you really making some progress in that humility pursuit, huh? That's what the Galatians were doing. And that's why Paul is so peeved. 
He looks out at a people who were sitting in a room one night. They heard the gospel. The Holy Spirit falls down. How did you get the Spirit? Well, we were sitting there and, and we heard some things and we embraced those as true things. Oh no, I thought you were supposed to go get baptized for it before you ever got it. No, 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 no. We got it through the hearing of faith. Well, then tell me, you numbskulls. Do you think you're going to perfect it now? By, by contributing all of your major league efforts to this thing? No, you're not. No, ladies and gentlemen. It's all, the whole thing. Um, it's all a gift of God's grace to undeserving people. That's how it started. That's how it continues. You battling some kind of devil, are you? Some kind of demon, are you? Well, you're just going to try harder. And I'm telling you, the Christian church has told people that. I got this porn problem. Well, I mean, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna give you my pastoral counsel here. You, know? you just, uh, every time you feel the urge, you just say, no. Well, I've tried that for sweets for 35 years, and I haven't made one bit of progress. Um, but guys, ultimately, if I'm going to have any victory over that issue or any other issue, it is going to be my assault on heaven saying, grant me grace. Grant me that which I simply cannot perform in more flesh attempts. It hasn't worked. It never will work. It might work temporarily. It might work for a, you know, couple of months and then there I am. It's all grace, ladies and gentlemen. The whole thing. It's not of yourselves. Mm. Same Greek construction. It's not of works. Same Greek construction. Because if it were, then you would find a way to boast about it. Well, I don't know what those other fools are having trouble with porn for because, you know, I really, uh, I really have conquered mine and I just need to do what I did. That's almost like what the Christian church has been doing in terms of its counsel. Just, you know, no, ladies and gentlemen. That's what Paul is addressing in these few verses. He is addressing this, this, this mindset that has forgotten that I began this Christian life by, by, by grace through faith. It will be perfected by grace through faith. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you might not know the profundity of that, but it is, it is the heartbeat of spiritual progress and maturation. You can give up all of those, um, those fleshly attempts. They don't work. And you know it. It's a gift. Let's quit. Oh God, I, um, would you forgive us for uh, ever thinking that we had enough um, willpower, that we had enough um, human uh, capability 
that we could overcome the drift of our sinful flesh. Oh God, we sure want to. There is a, a great deal that we are eager to see take place. And so our first step is to apply. Is to apply to you to give us all that's needed, all that's necessary for us to grow in grace. Father, many of us have a pride problem. Some of us have a porn problem. Both of them, Lord, are going to be addressed the same way as you grant more grace. Um, uh, pruning us all along the way, but making us more um, pliable to your Holy Spirit as he performs the great work. Uh, a work that we, um, we want to cooperate with, but a work that ultimately is accomplished by the Spirit who originally brought us to life. Lord, might your people begin to get that little by little and, um, so that we might find ourselves being more and more brought into conformity with Christ. We pray, of course, in Jesus' name.